Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Black Live, the one and only show on the internet where we dare to discuss the hot topics of the day like Game of Thrones, Jon Snow shows, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Stranger Things, and uh, anything else happening in the world of sci-fi, fantasy, and movies, and television. I am Dan Silke coming at you live from a secret bunker in the Ozarks. Um, <laughs> I am the editor of WintersComing.net. I am here with... Daniel Roman, the co-editor of WinnersComing.net. Daniel Roman, how are you on this beulificent Wednesday? Oh, I'm doing good. It's not very beulificent here in the secret, moderately secret bunker, not in the Ozarks, but somewhere else. We've had a lot of news, so I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? You excited to get into some stuff today? I am. Yeah, it's definitely an eventful week. And before we start, let us welcome uh, everyone watching. Hey, everybody. Um, hey, Christian. Hello, Martha. Hello. Um, some great people over on YouTube. Zach, um, great hello, to hello. see you. Zach, a transplant from the YouTube stream to the Facebook stream. There are a few more people usually in the Facebook stream. So, Zach, hopefully we'll have some more discussion here. Hey, Julie. Hey, Nicole. And hey, um, let's see. Over on the YouTube stream, LCH, Jeremy33, and Leo. Okay, yeah. We already have questions. And don't forget to mention Anthony Riches. I won't, Anthony. Hello to you, too. (laughs) We already have some questions about some of the big stuff coming up. So let's get right into it. So we have yes. we were we had one giant Game of Thrones story to hit, and then today another one kind of well not giant but dropped. So let's just, I, I want to start moderate. With it. They released a dragon sized one. Ego and dragons are big if if they're allowed to be. Yeah. They were, HBO dropped a pretty wicked I think poster for House of the Dragon, which comes out in like two months now. So cool, people series. When we put it on the screen and then go ooh and ah over it, I ooh. like it. I like this poster. Ah, this is my yeah. favorite bit of House of the Dragon marketing I've seen so far, maybe. Same. I love this poster. I feel like, so this is uh, young Rhaenyra and Cyrax. Presumably that's, I think it's, it's safe to say Cyrax, that's Cyrax. Right? What do we think? Yeah. Well, it's yellow. I love the, it's yellow. Yeah. I, the, I love the personality kind of coming from coming off the dragon because this this dragon's expression it doesn't look like drogon this dragon which Mm -hmm. i've been waiting i've been hoping they would have lots of different looking dragons so Mm -hmm. dan what what are your thoughts on this this is the biggest new piece of house of the dragon marketing we've gotten in a minute i really love it i love how it looks like a heavy metal album art cover i uh love how many elements are in there it kind of reminds me of like the good version of that poster i always thought was stupid for game of thrones season eight where it was like the iron yeah. throne was also the dragon and i was like eh. yeah 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 i, don't know. <laughs> I didn't love that so, 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 some designer got 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 too clever on that one it's interesting <laughs> it's young rhaenyra on it yes i just love also you know why i might like this more than the trailer because this this is this is not dark this is brightly not, lit i can see all the you colors can see. 
I can see the sumptuous reds and the ruddy yellows and the don't um, get used to it. Uh, yeah, no, I can't get used to it. I love the the spikes of the like the 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 not Iron Throne, the the the, the extraneous bits of Iron Throne that are just like the swords poking out of the ground. I love them kind of jutting up. Yeah. I love the the shadow in between them and Cyrax, the dragon's giant ass face. I love Rhaenyra in front of there. I think, <laughs> well, I think it's a well-made poster. I just like it. I yeah. like looking at it. It makes it look kind of badass and a little cheesy and a little heavy metal and a little um a little high fantasy. It just uh yeah. it, it gives me some fun vibes. Well, I mean, this is you know house of the dragon it's interesting because we're not going to have white walkers in this show a lot of the fantasy elements that were more prominent in game of thrones aren't going to be relevant to this show except for the dragons and it's going to be a series about politics with dragons dragon politics Uh um so i i mean i giant fantasy nerd i'm totally behind the heavy metal uh epic fantasy dragon giving you the eye i'm i'm all about it I do think it's interesting with young Rhaenyra, though. Yeah. She's been featured in more of the marketing than I expected. Me too. And, you know, we've kind of talked a little bit about this. How much of the young characters will we see versus the older ones? She's being played by Emma D'Arcy as an adult. Obviously, we're going to spend most of the series, presumably, with adult Rhaenyra. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Miley Alcook as a young Rhaenyra. She's in this poster. They also just announced a run of Funko Pops that are now up for pre-order on the WB store, and she is one of them. So there's a young Rhaenyra pop, but there is not an adult Rhaenyra pop. That is interesting. Same for Allison. It, it's the younger versions of the characters are getting the Funko Pops for this season. So I'm really intrigued about that. Me too. I wonder what that means. Like, does that mean that we'll, they'll be just like episodes one through seven, and then we'll get adults like eight through ten or something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We still I, I'm don't know very curious. Flashbacks. We don't know if it's parallel stuff. We don't know if it's just the crown style, just they're younger for a while and they cross over. We still don't know, but apparently the younger ones are going to be good. Maybe they want to front the young ones so they have, um, so they get the youth viewership. So they get the, uh, yeah, there uh, you go. The young kids in there <laughs> who like their stranger yeah, things. That's right. Money. House of the Dragon. This is a show for children. You should definitely watch the show with your kids. Looks really good. And yeah, um, one more note before we move on, because th- th- there is an even bigger Game of Thrones that we got to talk about. I'm going to take a minute to do it. Um, yeah, so just again, probably Cyrax is in there. I am excited for all the different dragons. Can, can, like House of the Dragon must be absolute nirvana for some dorky visual designer out there who they hired and like, yeah. I get to design 25 dragons. Are you kidding like beep 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 like mom you said my dragon of such would never mount to anything well guess what <laughs> like something like that i can picture that happening there's got to be some yeah. very happy nerdy designers out there who are thrilled to get to design like i think it might be dozens of dragons for house of the dragon maybe at least two dozen i'm not I'm not sure I'm at sure least that, yeah yeah it's gonna be a lot it's gonna be a lot I what I wouldn't have give given to be a fly on the wall for that designer's call back to his mom. <laughs> I get to design Westeros, mom, take that. But yeah, gen- generally really excited for this. This poster just got me more hype. I like that we're making up this um designer's uh, troubled family life. Like, remember when you turned yeah. around Lord of the Rings books? Well, guess what now? No, um, you're not getting any of my designer money. Okay, you know Ta- Quentin Tarantino. Um, <laughs> 
his mom told him that his his filmmaking career wouldn't take off as a kid. That sounds right. I believe that. He makes a point of like, oh, and when I got rich, I did not buy my mom a house. I did not buy her a car and I never will. That, that. that sounds like the most Quentin Tarantino reaction to that scenario. Yeah, I can totally believe that. And just in opposition to like the football players who hear like, when I got my first million, I bought my mama her first house and she loved it. Like, nope, not Tarantino. Yeah. Like I hired a lawyer yep. to take her for all that she was worth. She didn't do that. Okay. LCH Jeremy here. Thank you, LCH Jeremy 33 over on YouTube. He says 23 dragons at the start of the dance. Not quite two dozen. Yeah. But by the end, we won't get into that. Um, but but what's this other what's this other Game of Thrones thing? There was one other little story that happened this week. Uh, you in the chat, you you may have heard about this tiny tiny piece of news that happened. You want to walk us through it? It's one of those stories. That, um, I just I it broke the Thursday after we did the last show, like the day after, and it yeah. just it irritated me. <laughs> we had to wait six days to talk about it. But yes, um, HBO announced that. They well, no, no, they didn't. The Hollywood Reporter reported, yes, probably much to HBO's chagrin, that HBO is working on a Game of Thrones sequel series starring Kit Harrington as Jon Snow. Yep. Before I turn over the floor to all of you, I think a, an important disclaimer is in development does not mean going to happen, in development does not mean make it to air. They have a lot of stuff in development. They already canceled yes. the flea bottom thing they were working on. They already canceled yep. uh, Blood Moon, the whole pilot for that. Yeah, that it's was a big a one. It's common to for things to kind of die on the vine or to just kind of die along the path. But if they already have Kit Harrington signed up for this, for what I'm sure was an aircraft carrier full of money, you know some executive wants this to happen. You know yeah. there's a, people arguing like, well, it's important to keep the integrity. So we need to go with something that has source material and has a lot of stuff behind it. And he's like, wait, well, get the one everybody likes and get him back here and have him be in the snow and do something. <laughs> um, but beyond yeah. that, Daniel, what did you think when you heard this announcement? And folk out there, what did you think when you heard this announcement? My first thought and, and the one that I had for quite a while was, am I being trolled? <laughs> There's no way this is real because this is... So we hear about TV adaptations of stories all the time. Doing something that's set as a straight sequel doesn't really happen very much. Um, I'm sure there are examples of of it happening Frasier. before, but Fraser, yeah, Fraser. Uh, but Cheers wasn't a book series, so this is based on Game of Thrones, based on a book series. They went past it. They finished. You know, the story George R. R. Martin had in mind and now are looking at saying, we think we could tell another story after that. I think on the one hand, again, total disbelief. If it wasn't James Hibbard, he's like the longest Game of Thrones reporter. He he had the most in-depth access throughout Game of Thrones run. He wrote Fire Cannot Kill a Dragon. James Hibbard. Yeah. Yeah. So if he is reporting this, there's at least something to it. Mm -hmm. Not to say everything is 100%, but you can't ignore it either. Beyond the shock... Uh, when I finally could believe that this could be a thing, nervous excitement. I like I had the excited jitters, but there are just so many ways it could go wrong. They they better have a really strong vision if they end up doing this. Yes, very strong. So that's right. I like I'm I'm psyched, but I need to know more to get really behind it. 
How, how about you? How do you feel about this? I think some of the comments are nailing some of my feelings. I mean, obviously, we, 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 we have a nice spread here. Julie Davies loves it. I mean, you know, clearly, uh, I mean, he's very popular, John Snow. Of course, of course, we'll her into it. Uh, let me see. Yeah. So we got blah, 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 blah. Martha Lilly was thrilled. Uh, Nicole says, I'm surprised but excited for it. If it actually happens, it will all come down to execution, which, yeah, is definitely the case. As Nicole totally. also asked, didn't Carrington have a mental breakdown after Game of Thrones ended? I, mean, uh, I wonder if breakdown's a bit of a strong word. Might be, might be a bit much. <laughs> he went into, you know, he had some come down from uh, being at the center of this giant, huge maelstrom of fame and glory to being a normal guy. Uh, but, you know, it seems to have, this is a, a completely different topic. I feel like like younger celebrities have a better uh, grasp on kind of the nature of what fame does to you mentally and how to handle it. I mean, like, because yeah. he had a problem. He went to rehab, rehab worked, and then he emerged and he's fine. Like, ideally, that's the way it's supposed to work. Uh, but to yeah. you see, like, kind of like they just go in and out of rehab, but that wasn't comparing So I think he's fine. See what else we got. Uh, as LCH Jeremy says, a Jon Snow show could be great if handled right, could potentially correct the injustice in Kit's character in season eight. He also thought it might have been one big marketing stunt, which, yeah, it is, it is not. I mean, we again, can't, can't it doesn't mean it's happening, but it, I think it is at least being talked about. I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe Hibbert is reporting on like his source that told him like, oh yeah, in a meeting, an executive wanted a Jon Snow show and said we should get Kit Harrington for it. <laughs> He's like taking that because I'm sure that happened yeah. at minimum. Ooh, and some folks are comparing it to the Obi-Wan series. Which I think it's a pretty good point of comparison because you just yeah. finished watching that. I did. I remember that you were writing in your review that it was kind of more concerned with fan service than good storytelling. Or that it, it, it felt like it was just kind of existing yes. to exist, maybe not to like, because you needed to tell it. That's what I'm afraid might happen to a Jon Snow show. I'm afraid that. Yeah, there won't be a strong vision that there'll be um, people that that uh, brunette guy with the long hair and the broody face sure does test well with adults 18 to 35. Like we should really get this show with him in it. What's it about? I don't know. We'll figure it out. when We get there like um, that. We might hear with a show like this. But as other people say, if it's executed well, of course, it could be great. But uh, some uh, some some alarm bells go off when they announce this kind of thing. And I wonder if they're just trying to do it to do it because they know it'll be watched, which yeah, I, I would prefer they do it because they have an incurable, irrepressible need to tell a revelatory gut busting story about what happened to Jon Snow after he went uh, north. Yeah. I mean, obviously that's what it hinges on. Right. And I'm really curious about a couple of things. One, who they're going to get attached to this to to run this show because mm-hmm. like leo says how can you do this without david and db weiss um david benioff and, and dan weiss the showrunners from you game sound of thrones. like they've moved on they do they're working on the three body problem at netflix mm-hmm. that is there's no way they are going to do that and and this john snow show it's impossible to imagine how they could do both because the yeah. three body problem is a huge project mm-hmm. so yeah the obi-wan comparison i think is fair and yeah, that show, I felt it was more concerned with fan service. There were, you know, issues with the, we'll talk about Obi-Wan more in a little bit, um, yep. but I could so easily see a Jon Snow show falling into that 
trap because exactly what you just said about he tested well with audiences and yeah. we're going to figure out what we'll do. That's kind of what happened with Obi-Wan. Like they had multiple plots and scripts that were proposed that got scrapped because they didn't want it to be too similar to the Mandalorian. So they had the idea of doing a show about Obi-Wan before they had a story for Obi-Wan to justify bringing him back. And I, I mean, looking at this initial report, it seems easy to make that assumption about the Jon Snow series too, because Jon Snow, Kit Harrington's back. Well, that's the selling point, not what will Jon Snow be doing? Will this be exploring? If it doesn't explore his traumas from season eight, that that will just feel like a huge missed opportunity to me because season eight kind of glossed them. Like yeah. deal, dealing with, like how does he mentally process that they defeated the White Walkers and his lover was his aunt and then he murdered her? <laughs> like that's a lot. And I don't think he had a single conversation talking out his feelings like him and torment they got to get around a fire with some drinking horns and go through their traumas it's so weird when you put it like that like yeah but he, he didn't talk about that how could we not have talked about that not once man so i i was re-watching i i can't lie i rewatched the long night this week because mm-hmm. i was doing some stuff and and sometimes game of thrones is a good multitasking show for me because i've seen it so many times cooking dinner yeah i got to the beginning of the next episode and everyone's partying and no one talks to danny and it's like how many problems could have just been avoided if anyone was like hey are you enjoying yourself how are you feeling everyone's just like she's clearly lost it but i digress what do you think george r martin thinks of this let's yeah. let's bring it we around to that because about um will it further delay distract george r. r martin i'd be surprised if he had anything to do with this at all yeah yep. I'd be he hasn't said a thing for one thing no. although again because um this was not an announcement this was a leak so he, yeah he perhaps he like talked to hbo and they're like yeah we'll comment when and if we're ready and we'd like it to be silent yeah i mean i was talking to some people uh about like and just like speculation and like i bet he hates it i bet he loves it like i don't know what he thinks but my guess would yeah. be um, he's not involved in any way. I think this is, again, this is HBO wanting to cash in on the most successful show of the past decade and yeah. making a popular character out of it. I mean, one thing that I thought pretty quickly afterwards, oh, wait, uh, a good come from Zach. If John was okay sleeping with his aunt, this never would have happened. <laughs> yes, you're right, Zach. If John, if John Lee was just like incest, eh, there are worse things you could do. God, and that's House of the Dragon. Eight. Like, yeah, I, obviously he wasn't okay with it, but I could have used a bit more drawing out of like, let's explore that he's not okay with incest. I mean, you know what? That yeah. goes without saying, but not on Game of Thrones. Not on Game of Thrones, man. There are too many folk who liked incest it's, too much. It's it's not it's not worth not, it, again, no, there's no conversation about it. And historically for Targaryens, they were okay with it. So yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. Julie, not trying to make you sad again about Game of Thrones season eight. But yeah, I wish I, I have wishes for the Jon Snow show. I feel like and that makes me a little nervous too. like if they are doing this as a way to try to appease fans who are let down by season eight, that makes me nervous. I feel like that's not the right reason. To, yeah. Like they got to have a really good reason to do it. That's not just let's retcon our ending that was so universally decried. I can't imagine the, the good difference. Okay, well, one thing that I thought when I heard the announcement was 
if you're going to do a Jon Snow follow-up or a follow-up with anybody, maybe except for maybe Arya, my mind went to yeah. movie, not TV show. Because it yeah. just hasn't been that long. Like, what would a series be? Like, I wonder if they just want to make Game of Thrones season nine and like bring in other characters and kind of do a whole epic thing. And I just, I'm certainly not ready for that. I'm not yeah, sure man. I ever will be um, like deep into the future or something. And just because what I do know worked, you asked like examples, like the Breaking Bad sequel with um, El Camino oh, yeah, with, yeah. With, with Jesse Pinkman. That was pretty good. That was like you had Breaking Bad, this whole series. And then you had a pretty small scale movie that was a kind of a, a character study of Jesse Pinkman, Aaron Paul. I got the name. I got it. Um, just kind of being himself and talking, working through his trauma. Like that, I think I would be okay with for a Jon Snow yeah. thing. A series makes me nervous just because I, I don't know if you have a canvas big enough to make a series worthwhile. I mean, I wonder if the Obi-Wan thing should have been a movie like you pointed out uh, earlier in your review. But, you know, yeah, because right now movies aren't in, in, in vogue. TV shows are in vogue. I mean, thank you, Game of Thrones. Yeah. In part for that. Um, that's what yep. you, do. you make a TV show. You make a, a long thing to be able to describe your streaming service. Mr. Cole says, I mean, it would be cool. It would also be cool to spring forth for 20 years. See, yeah, that I'd rather have that. Yeah. I'd rather have a movie about Jon Snow right after, or maybe like 20 years in the future. Okay, sure. What's Westeros like then? Like a new generation of people. I The idea of a series, while it could be great, as Zach said, it has to be a really good story. Um, it, I'm nervous. I'm nervous, Daniel. I'm nervous about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fair. Cool. It's super fair, Dan. When... This was first announced. My first thought was, is this going to be a character study on Jon Snow? I hope that is what it ends up being, because yes. it's, you know, Game of Thrones. That was in Westeros, George R. R. Martin's world. The That was the apocalypse. Like, it doesn't get bigger than that in terms of yeah. story beats than the than the long night and then the Targaryens returning to Westeros. If they try to go bigger, it's going to be a mistake, I think. I feel like the only way to make something like this work is to really focus it in on on him as a character or the characters in it. I think, you know, it's interesting. You just brought up Obi-Wan again, and maybe that should have been a movie. I totally feel that way. And it was exactly what you're talking about. Like, it, it was, was the Jesse Pinkman too. Al Camino story for Obi-Wan. It, the show is really about him reconnecting with his with the force with his beliefs with you know not just giving up on life and that type of focused character study like they stretched it over six hours that's almost the length of the original star wars trilogy something like that benefits from being heavily focused uh -huh. i think if it's like that intimate i mean they're lucky the, the game of thrones folk like they have a story in house of the dragon that is big enough to justify a tv show yes, like totally it's kind of rare <laughs> Like, um, I, if I yeah. were in charge of HBO, I wouldn't feel the need to push <laughs> my luck and do another show when you just don't really need to. But again, and, and again, it yeah. could be great. It could be wonderful. It could be spectacular. Yeah. I'm nervous. And I wonder if it'll even happen. So we'll keep our Same. ears to the ground, our eyes on the sky and our heads in the good space. Got away from me. Yeah, I think it's again, it's just so important with any of these reported Game of Thrones spinoffs. Every time one is announced or talk about, I see people on the Internet being like, who asked for this? 
why do we want seven Game of Thrones spinoffs, make other shows? It's really important to remember that until HBO actually announces that they are making something, this is all speculative for the for the sake of what they're developing. Like, we don't know what will get made. And they've made it pretty clear that they're not trying to MCU Game of Thrones. I Even mean, if they are developing no. spinoffs aplenty, they're trying to do it very carefully. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it'll depend. And they're not trying to MCU it. Although a Jon Snow series, if these were all green, Feels like it, it. they'd be MCUing it. But again, it, yes. we can't pass judgment. And it could be great. I'm just, I'm trepidatious. I'm excited. I'm interested. I'm a little fascinated. I'm a little horrified. All of the emotions at once. And I'm going to keep looking onto it. Mr. Jason said, the have to show or understand why the Night King in the cave drawing season seven was different. And if the real Night King is alive, lands uh, in the lands beyond the wall. So you think that the Night King we met wasn't the real Night King from the books. That's a whole thorn tangle of uh, lore. I don't think yeah. they have more white. Well, I guess they could, couldn't they? They could have like, they were awfully um, vague with the White Walker mythology, weren't they? I guess that's an option they could go. Yeah, I would do character stuff. I hope we see the lands of always winter, which is like really where did. the White Walkers live north of the wall. Sure, I'd like to see it. I don't want to see it because there's a new Night King. I think they were a little vague about how he was made by the children of the forest and stuff like that. But that felt pretty wrapped up to me. Again, I wouldn't want it to just become an, that was the plot of John's story in the game of Thrones. He discovers whites and white walkers North of the wall and has to warn everyone and bring them together. So Mm -hmm. I really hope (laughs) they don't retread that because again, that I feel like that would be a mistake. We have some good suggestions um, in the comments. Julie says legacy giant, as commander of the Night's Watch and having to rebuild it, that'd be cool in a new way. That'd be way. cool. Yeah, I'd I prefer get behind that. Christian is the White Walkers are gone. The Wildlings are no longer enemies. What does the Night's Watch do now? Yeah, exactly. Gonna turn into some kind of charity drive. Uh, Christian says Bran requests John's help, and he ends up being kept the from the North longer than he wants to, and pouts a lot. Oh, that's guaranteed. Wh- whatever happens, reasonable. I also reasonable like Sophia's guess. comment because this is one that I thought about too. I love Jon Snow, but I would prefer a to watch a sequel about Arya's adventures than his wanderings. Yeah, Arya was always kind of the one who I think occurred to most folk when you thought Game of Thrones. Yeah, folk, there's there's a there's a lot of new there. Yeah, there's an obvious setup, right? She's yeah. sailing off into unknown lands. It would be I feel like people wouldn't have even been mad <laughs> if they announced an Arya spinoff. That would have been. More acceptable. I don't think they should do sequels for a minute. I think it's too early in general. I I agree. That would have been the one to do, I think. But again, looking forward to it. Interesting. Fascinating. Zach says, Night's Watch for Tots. Yeah, little, little, little. Oh, it'd be like Little League. Yeah. You know, now that it's no longer has to function, you just kind of send your kids there for like um, a day camp sort of thing to imitate (laughs) the Night's Watch of old. Any other thoughts about this from any of you or you, Daniel, before we move on? The Jon Snow show that's definitely maybe kind of sort of happening, maybe possible. Man, I any final thoughts? Final. Uh, I'll just say I hope we get some ice spiders big as hounds. There you go. I, I think you, you called it with that one. I I hope that happens finally. I'm sorry that never happened. Uh, whenever yeah. we have to think about the way Game of Thrones ended seriously, I just I'm just reminded of how many gaps it seemed to leave, and it's 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 
I don't like it. And this is why it's challenging for them to do a Jon Snow sequel. Because look at this. We're trying to talk about it. And we've come back around to, to our, not bitterness, but our qualms with the finale. It, it's just unavoidable because it's still so soon. It was only three years ago. That's not very long to follow it up. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, so we'll perk up. We'll re- we'll sit on that for another week or so yeah. and see if any and see if anything new develops. We're all very curious. And um, moving on. Speaking of Obi Wan Kenobi, we talked about it a little bit, yeah. but you watched the finale, the series season finale, whatever it is. I Daniel, did. Did you love it? Was it everything you wanted it to be? Did the show up to your? Um, not really. Oh. <laughs> not really. I will say. There are things I liked about it. I think it had some things about it that were the best of any Star Wars thing Lucasfilm has done, um, mm. specifically the lightsaber stuff. Uh, I, I think that's something that the Disney Star Wars stuff just hasn't really nailed that this show mm. got in a, in a better way. But the writing was kind of fast and loose. There were some plot lines that felt kind of pointless. A few baffling decisions there at, at the finish line. It, it felt more to me like, like we said earlier, like this show really exists for the fan service. Mm-hmm. Their biggest thing was how can we make a show and not totally wreck the canon? Well, let's fake people out into thinking maybe we'll wreck the canon once or twice. And then the twist will be, hey, we didn't wreck the canon. And it's like, that's not a good twist. That's just <laughs> not a compelling story. So we'll spoilers here, some spoilers for Obi-Wan. We won't get too deep, but the Grand Inquisitor is a character who was killed off early in the season, was revealed last week. He's still alive. Him coming back is utterly pointless for this series. It, it's just for him to be back so that he can be in Star Wars Rebels, which is fine. But again, that's not serving this story. And there's all kinds of things like that in Obi-Wan where it's like, here's a twist. Ah, yes, it will go on to be in the Star Wars canon. That's fine, but it's not, you know, improving Obi-Wan Kenobi's story. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotcha. Seeable way. There were some great cameos in the finale. Um, There are two very particular ones. I will not spoil them in case you out there watching haven't seen them because I would have been sad if they were spoiled for me. But I can say they're probably the ones you're expecting if you've like watched the episode or even not watched a thing and just think if Disney could just kind of pound some Star Wars cameos into an Obi-Wan Kenobi show set during this time period, who would it be? It's probably them. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. And the cameos were really wonderful. And it, it's tough. So the, the second one, the cameo revolving around Obi-Wan, we'll say. Oh, we get two cameos at the end. They kind of mirror each other. Mm-hmm. One of them, I think, worked perfectly. It's only a couple lines. It it was great. I kind of cheered at my screen a little bit. It was very exciting. The other one was also great, but it was another example of like the writing was more concerned with getting from A to B than actually being impactful in the moment because it was like, 
a very short conversation and a character just has a big shift in that conversation. And it's like, you guys really feel like, feels like you rushed this. So yeah, it, it might sound like I'm griping a lot about Obi-Wan. That's because I am, oh, I like that. um, <laughs> but it, it's worth watching. If you even remotely enjoy star Wars and the original trilogy and the prequels, it is made for you. If you like those things, uh, it's basically just, it feels like kind of like fanfic a little bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> Some folk love fanfic fanfic. Um, yeah. If you talk to folk who write fanfic, they say that some fanfic is better than the original. If you talk to folk who don't yeah. write fanfic, they might have other opinions. Yeah. And, and this was, you know, it's funny because it's such a Obi-Wan is it's not awful. It's not great. It's Ow. somewhere in the middle of those things. That's the Disney um, classic. That's yeah. And it almost makes it feel like a worthy successor to the prequel <laughs> trilogy because those as well, they have some not great elements, even though like, I, like I'm a staunch, I enjoyed those movies. I grew up with them. I loved them, whatever, but it, it's, you can't deny that they're not the best movies in a lot of ways, specifically the writing. And that's Obi-Wan's issue too. Yeah. I, I just, I, I had some qualms, but it's worth watching. Uh, the only other thing I'll say that really shocked me, this it looks cheaper to me that is than weird. most Star That's Wars things, which I did not expect. Yeah, I noticed it in a f- multiple episodes where the sets didn't quite look very big. You can see the volume, which is the like three-dimensional soundstage Lucasfilm has. It's more noticeable because, you know, they don't film Tatooine in the desert anymore. They just film it on a soundstage and it doesn't look as real. So yeah, Obi-Wan. Sorry, sorry, Obi-Wan fans. If it just sounds like I'm hating on it, you should watch it if you enjoy Obi-Wan Kenobi and want to have warm fuzzies watching you and McGregor be you and McGregor and have wanted Anakin Obi-Wan fan stories. It's for you. Cool. If you're that person you know, I think I'll probably pass now that it's over. Um, but there's so much TV. There's so much TV. As LCH Jeremy said, I think you probably agree with this. Obi-Wan did a lot of things good and a lot of things not so good. There were a few continuity contradictions I didn't really like, though. That feels like it's about on your wavelength, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. He he also said a second later, he thought so too about the cheapness. It didn't have that usual yes. Star Wars production quality. I think a lot of it was rushed. I very much agree it's with odd. that. I mean, you figure if Disney can do anything, Lucasfilm, Marvel, it's um, throw money at um, a beautiful special effects landscape. But um, there are limits, yeah. even what the most powerful Jedi can accomplish. Yeah. And, and kind of of all the ones to skimp on, like they got the cast that they got for this thing was really fantastic. Sure. Like the cast is kind of what carries it, in my opinion. And yeah, they just maybe that's where all the budget went to getting you and McGregor back for, for this show. <laughs> they they had to skimp on sets. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. Zach it would have been better as a hundred and ten minute movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably true. I, I so- agree with that. It had the same kind of beats. The trivia is that it was going to be a movie, right? Like the series began life as a feature film starring Ewan McGregor. I believe that's right. Like, I mean, like, you know, like one of those, like a Star Wars story movies, like Solo or Rogue One. And then the landscape, it's just, it's unfortunate slash interesting how some of this is contingent, not so much on um, what the story needs but just like what what's the industry doing right now because the industry is doing tv right now so things that you could it used to be like you couldn't 
you you need to pitch a thing as a movie, not a TV show. Now, like if you pitch if you pitch a movie, the person on the desk is like, I like it. What if it were a TV show? That that that's happening a lot. Um, yeah, could should. this go on our streaming platform? Yes. as a as a weekly release. I feel like that probably happened here. You know, they were very like back in the day, very conceptually considering Obi-Wan as a as a movie, like you said. And then Disney Plus started blowing up. The Mandalorian did really well. And it's well, maybe we can, you know, building out our Star Wars content. And, And like this is one of the better. I can't say it with a straight face. There are there are things about this that make it more of a must watch for Star Wars fans than some of the other things that Disney has released. Oh, sure. We'll uh, I think we have to move on because uh, we've yeah. a lot to cover, but yeah, as usual, there's oh, a wow. rich yeah. thing of, 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 of discussion here. I could, I could go up for a while. Hey, Jen, good to see you. Disappointed in the Northman. Oh no, I heard it was really good. Oh, I have a friend who saw it a bunch. He saw it like three times. He, he, I think he liked it. I didn't say it at all. Um, do you, do we want to do the Stranger Things trailer or skip right to what are we watching, giving our um, time commitment? Oh, my gosh. There's so much. You know what? Uh, maybe we should just I think we should say skip. there was a Stranger I, Things trailer. It happened. <laughs> there was, was a new nice. Stranger Things trailer. It, it happened. If you haven't it, seen it, it is good. Go. You should go watch it right after this show. But not Kate before Bush this it. show's over. It it's does. Got, uh, moody 80s vibes. It's got um, people shredding on guitars in dark dimensions. Also kind of a metal show. I'm looking forward to that on July 1st. Yep. I will 100% watch that. Also, I can't wait. has really blown up. I mean, it was always big. I feel like it's bigger than it's ever been. I feel like... Um, I remember there were like, I think that's fair from before that were like stranger thing, how stranger things fell out of the conversation and took too long to come back. And then I'm sure the Duffer's going to call that guy's mom be like, you know what? No, it didn't. It was was great. (laughs) Wonderful. Just like everybody does. So it's, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It is successfully hype itself up into a TV juggernaut. Good for you, Stranger Things. Yep. Yep. I, I'm so excited for the new season or the new volume. Two episodes. Stranger Things, the movie is what I'm calling the finale. It is two and a half <laughs> hours long. Yeah. The Lost Boy vibes in the trailer are real. They're they're making a plan to go out after Vecna. So we'll see how that goes. What could go wrong? Uh, I just see uh, Mr. Jason says Mandalorian season three and Ahsoka season one are next on the Star Wars front. Actually, Andor is next. Oh, yeah. So I, we've all been waiting for Andor, he said, not sarcastically at all, but that's on the way. So, yeah, you were about to ask about Westworld, I think. Yeah, that's this Sunday. I f- okay. And so Stranger Things up. <laughs> has all the hype. And I feel like Westworld has very little. You're going to cover it for Wick. I am. Uh, <laughs> Have you watched the screeners yet? I have not. I have not watched it yet. There's so much TV. (laughs) You know, Obi-Wan's today. The Orville episode four is tomorrow. The Orville's new season has been really fantastic on Hulu. Been enjoying it a lot. Uh, But yeah, I'll be getting into Westworld. I'm, you know, it's one of those shows that's different every time it comes around and you just, you can't predict it. Will it be good? Will it be insane? Yeah. We we just don't know. We know. Um, know. Are you going to watch I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, There's just a ton on the docket right now. I will try. I'll try. I'll try. I'll watch the first episode. Definitely. I'll watch that. And um, I mean, Stranger Things, the movie comes out next week and I still got Miss Marvel to watch and I'm watching the boys. Yeah. There's I'm I'm only one man. Yeah. I will try to watch Westworld. I can tell you what it's going to be. It's it's going to be overwritten. 
It's going to be opulently produced. It's going to give the impression that it's very deep, but probably not going to be as uh, insightful as it thinks it is. And it's going to not shots fired. It's going to not make a big impression. That's my prediction. I agree with whoever said back up there, like they've seen no hype for it. Yeah. Nicole, I haven't seen any either HBO. I think, I think HBO like me has lost faith in it because they're not really doing much for this show. Yep. I, the marketing, it's interesting to see when the marketing kind of shows the thought processes behind because trailer uh the house of the dragon trailer came out like weeks before mm-hmm. westworld and westworld premieres a <laughs> month and a half earlier yes, um does. so it they definitely have just been like don't forget we have this other show it's coming soon <laughs> um <laughs> That's what I'm the, the marketing has been, not been there at all for westworld so uh, yeah i'm you know I always try to go in with an open mind because I just can't predict what Westworld's going to be like. Of course. You know, so we'll see. But you you mentioned the boys. Are you are you ready for hero gasm this week? I don't know if I can reveal anything because I I I have watched Hero Gasm. I, I wrote a review. Already. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, okay. So the, the boys is my favorite show on right now. I th- I think they're they're doing great. Like the third season is really has some good momentum. The characters, a lot of them have good arcs. Like it's not perfect, but they have found a rich vein and they are really mining it for all it's worth. And they're going there, which I really like. Um, I will say, okay, I don't know if I can say this. I want to say it and just see what I can get away with. I I watched Hero Gasm. The episode is very good. Don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil spoil it. it. I'm going to give a tone. The episode, the episode itself is very good. Like it's, it's, but not because of uh, superhero orgy. It's good because the rest has been good and they kind of continue the character arcs. There's some cool stuff that happens. I will say I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the actual hero gasm, like it's been talked up so much. It's like, Oh, you never see anything like this, man. Do they have, they're going to have to work so hard to beat that urethra explosion from the first episode. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. That's fair. You, you've set the bar for debauchery all the way up here. And I watched hero gasm and honestly, like, I mean, there are things no other show would go within 50 miles of, but for the boys, it's not tame, okay. but it's like that wasn't more gross than urethra gate, which you need to be. <laughs> urethra gate. Yeah. Oh, man. That's fair. If that is a, a hard thing to top that Ant-Man parody urethra explosion in, in the premiere. Man, so that, no that spoilers, was spoilers. But I, I will say I don't I didn't think Herogasm lived up to like the most scarring. The you'll never forget what you watch thing in the history of television. It's not even the most scarring. You ever forget it. In the history of this season of the boys that would yeah. be the urethra thing and i think that's going to retain yeah. its crown. the rest of the boys is trying to gross me out more than that scene that is their their new mission to me yeah okay anyway okay. i also watched that's fair did you know did you see the report about the urethra thing that the showrunner wanted to keep it around like in storage yeah his production his production manager was like we can't spend thousands of dollars to keep this giant giant fake penis and he asked his wife like so honey what if we kept this in the yard and um she was not didn't uh, no not not about it would prefer not um so the giant penis set was destroyed what a fun show though what a great show (laughs) yeah Again, it is. It, it is it's a very good episode. It just wasn't the um, Bacchanal of unholy delights uh, to end all Bacchanals. 
Anyway, Miss okay. Marvel's also pretty good. That's fair. Uh, Jen, cool. if if you don't know, I, I recommend you watch The Boys and you can form your own opinions you, there. You can see some things you can't unsee. That's the Umbrella true. Academy came out today, as Julie says. I haven't watched it yet because it, 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 it's just today. I Dang. watched Miss Marvel. It was pretty good. Um, it, it, it can be pretty good. That actress is so charming and the family stuff is so yeah. fun. This They kind of made it like kind of like put the superhero plot into motion and it kind of feels more generic, but like the stuff is just about her and her family. Okay. is still really, really good. Cool. You're watching the Orville. That's cool. Seth MacFarlane yeah. tweeted. He screenshotted your review. Seth MacFarlane screenshotted did. your review and then shared it that out happens. on Twitter because it was just that good. Yeah, that happened this week. The Orville, man. So that show, we talked about it balancing the comedy and the seriousness. And sometimes it leans a little hard on the seriousness. Mm -hmm. Last week's episode really hit a sweet spot. It was a nice self-contained episode. It was very trippy. You didn't know what was going on. It was like, like classic Star Trek, but with Seth MacFarlane. And this week's episode, which I have not seen yet, it drops tomorrow. The special effects on that thing are... <laughs> I mean, it, it puts Obi-Wan to shame. I think we can safely really? say. So it gives you yeah, <laughs> right. like dramatically to shame. It, 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 that's all yeah, Disney, they def yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So the Orville has been great. I've been enjoying it a lot. The other thing uh, that I'll slip in here at the near the end of what are we watching that I saw this week was Jurassic World Dominion, which is out in theaters right now. The, yes, that is that is pretty much what the movie looked like. I'm a T-Rex. Um, <laughs> yeah, there were dinosaurs aplenty. I, you know, it wasn't the best of the Jurassic World movies. It kind of, it, it was surprisingly contained. There, there's another park, spoiler. There's another park that goes off the rails and you wouldn't think you'd need They're that in a story about dinosaurs. Park. Yeah, you wouldn't think you'd need that. And it, it's not a theme park, uh, but it is still a park. Okay. Um, the movie is about dinosaurs repopulating the earth. You'd think that would be a big enough tension point that you don't need parks or a weird plot line about locusts. I would think so, so it's got, yeah, it's got some issues but as a whole it's, dinosaur locusts they are well i mean cr cretaceous period giant locusts yeah if you are even remotely a fan of any of the jurassic park movies you kind of owe it to yourself to see dominion that's my take even though it's you know kind of in the middle of the franchise it's just like fun fan service popcorn flick dinosaurs everywhere yeah crushing it at the box office i it, 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 it's it is destroying everything i haven't seen a jurassic yeah. park since the second one way back in the day do i need to see it i would say it's probably not as if you not unless you're gonna watch all of them because no. this one i will say it does lean very heavily on the mythology developed in jurassic world and jurassic world fallen kingdoms or fallen kingdom so you really need to know the plot points from those movies to get some of the stuff that's happening in this one. There's a whole thing about a clone girl, clone girl. So look. yeah, it helps to know what, what's up with that. Yeah. I thought it was okay too, Zach. I enjoyed it a lot. It just, it didn't have the same razor sharp script as some of the early movies, which, you know, from the early those 90s. came out 20 years ago. So of course 20. they don't or Jurassic worlds. I, Oh, sorry. 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 <laughs> um, some good comments, by the way. We got Mr. Jason saying that the Orville is better than the last five Star Trek series of the last decade. Honestly, I'm yeah. not. I'm probably not going to watch the Star Trek stuff. I might watch the Orville because that looks fun. Yeah, I'm always. It, it is very fun. Um, Leo asked if we've seen For All Mankind. I've seen some of it. I 
Leo, I want to watch more badly because I really like what I saw, but there's just a thousand freaking shows to watch. So it's hard to get around to it. But yeah, and the yeah. first season, I guess we're going to, I guess, you know what? We have a thing about that in the lightning round. Other than, I yeah, want to nice. have like a special light round thing for you really, really fast. Can you name three dinosaurs that we don't know? That we don't know? That uh, we don't know. You know them. Okay. Okay. So from Dominion, we'll say there's a Therizinosaurus, which is extremely cool. Right. Giganotosaurus, Giganotosaurus. which is the biggest land carnivore that's in the movie. And Atrociraptors, which I didn't know were a real dinosaur, but they are a real dinosaur and scientists have fun naming things. I just really enjoyed um, reading your Jurassic Park reviews and editing them. And there's always these fun dinosaur names. (laughs) These are really cool to spell. Um, I do like me the dinosaur names. They're great. Um, are you ready for the traditional, legendary, um, famous Wick News lightning round where we each get 20 seconds to run down a list of smaller news stories we can talk about in the main thrust of the episode? I'm ready. Are, are, are people in the chat ready? If we're all ready, if we're all ready perhaps we should lightning. I'll start with you because I didn't really arrange these anyway, but oh, whatever, see what happens. Um, this, this is pretty cool okay. though. Daniel, um, Amazon yeah. released the first picks of orcs from the Lord of the Rings, yes. the Rings of Power. What do you think? This has gotten me more excited than anything I've seen for this show so far. Mm-hmm. The orcs look great. Um, they look leagues better than the Hobbit where they were mostly digital. Um, so yeah, I am, I'm all about this orc. More orc, looks, please. It looks good and gnarly. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, um, I agree. Head headdress, crown headdress. Cool. All right. Yeah, they've got they've got nice hats. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> speaking of speaking up, since we were just talking about this, Dan, you were saying you wanted to watch for all mankind. Conveniently, the first season of For All Mankind is free on Apple TV Plus for a limited time right now. You going to watch it? I mean, I'm not sure, but I really, really want to. So yeah, whenever I can pimp this show, I try to, because it's such, it's such a cool idea and just done really, really well. Alternate history, the Soviets in the U S are kind of in a never ending space race. And it kind of goes off into sci-fi directions. Seasons take decades between them. And like what's happening in the nineties, the alternate two thousands. Yeah. It's such a really interesting show. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Okay. Um, Looks pretty cool. It does. I just got to freaking find the time. Um, Daniel, you'll be very excited to know that Marvel is making a new Disney Plus series. Are you going to be watching the new Disney Plus TV show, Wonder Man? Wonder Man! I'm, I'm sure I'll end up watching it because I'm current on the MCU and I can't afford to fall off of that current train. Um, but man, I'm not excited. I, I have so much Marvel burnout and I, I'm a huge Marvel fan, but at this point, like, Wonder Man, I'm like, okay. All right. That's so that's so obscure. I didn't even know it was a thing. They're dipping way into like the 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 bottom of the bag here for the heroes. All right. They are. But they're missing some other like give me Ghost Rider before you're giving me oh, this sure, obscure sure, sure. Wonder Man. Like, like come on, help us out here. Okay. Anyway, anyway. Dan Chris uh-huh. Hemsworth, speaking of Marvel, he hinted that Thor Love and Thunder might be his last Marvel movie. You believe him? I mean, it would track. I mean, he's stuck around for a long time, longer than pretty much any of his Scarlett Johansson, Robert Downey Jr., than Chris Evans. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, but you know, some folk are more like a um, uh, the uh, the guy from SNL has been there for like twenty years now. They just like to have a steady gig. Um, Yeah. No, I don't believe it. I think we're back. I think so too. I can't remember his name. 
whatever that's coming later all right daniel oh how exciting speaking of disney guy <laughs> ritchie who directed the 2019 live action aladdin remake with will keep my wife's name out of your mouth smith um is going to direct <laughs> a live action remake of the animated hercules movie for disney live action hercules any thoughts yeah you know i liked aladdin more than i expected to and i hercules is one of my favorite disney movies i am not i always roll my eyes at the live action disney remakes but if you're gonna do any hercules isn't a bad one it's mostly people it's got creatures from greek myth that we know can be done well on screen i like the um we'll see greek chorus songs from it okay yeah oh those are the muses Mm -hmm. chef's kiss i sung those in the shower uh nice all right dan and news that should surprise no one. Warner yeah. Brothers probably won't use Ezra Miller, uh, who's playing The Flash, in any future films, even if no new bombshells drop. What's the yeah. deal here? This was the insider's report that, like, they're, they're just done. You know, uh, Ezra Miller is being accused of grooming children. He's gotten arrested multiple times for, like, starting yeah. some bars at parties. Um, it's been a while since we've had like a full blown meltdown. Like this is a meltdown of like just yeah. a public implosion of a celebrity like this. I mean, Warner Bros. in a weird place because they already made the movie and now they got to like just release it and just move on. It's a little weird. Yeah. Between Warner- that and Amber, the Amber Heard trial, they're, the DC movies are getting, they're put through their paces. We're trying, Julie. Thank you. We are, we're, we're giving our best. Oh, good. I'm glad this one worked out because you enjoy the rock music like the kids. I do. It's true. Robert Plant, <laughs> the frontman of Led Zeppelin, um, revealed that he was offered a role on Game of Thrones and turned it down. Yeah. Um, you know, it's too bad. I'm sure we all would have loved to see Robert Plant in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It had a reputation for having musicians cameo. You told me that Mastodon was in, uh, they were at Hard Home. They were also at, um, they were north of the wall. They were in the White Army in season seven. So cool. I would have liked to see it, but that's fair. Robert yeah. Plant's too old to bother, be bothered. He can do what he wants. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, Dan, the final lightning round question. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. AMC wants to have five or six Anne Rice shows on the air within a few years. That's uh, the Vampire Chronicles, the Mayfair Witches. They want five or six of these shows. Do you, how do you? It's going to fail. fail. It's going to fail. They're going to fail. They're going to try and have <laughs> like five or six shows right at the gate about interview with the vampire and Anne Rice stuff. There's no way it's going to work. They don't even have one hit yet. It's going to fail. I'm calling it. It's dead on arrival. It's going to fail. And I'll watch that first one. I hope it's fun, but it's going to fail. They're not. This is not going to succeed. That is my I did 20 second punchy prediction. We got to be. Wow. Cool. Yeah, you, you got that out there. That, yeah. that was the buzzer had no chance. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we have gone a little long, but you know what? Time flies when you're talking about nonsense. Um, this has been That's true. the black. I am Dan Selke with Daniel Roman. We're here every single Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Talk about all things TV, movies, fantasy, sci-fi, books. Video games occasionally, it's happened. Um, and we'll be back next week too on the Winner is Coming Facebook page and the Winner is Coming YouTube page. We're also available on podcast form wherever you get your podcast, be it Google Play, iTunes, etc. 
So see you, and thank goodness Anne Rice isn't around to see the failure of her cinematic universe on AMC. This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.